Hello and welcome back to Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. Our ninth episode of Coffee and Wrestling. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Mark, you <laughs> spilled my coffee. <laughs> Gotta start it out with something stupid. And I did it. Well, I'm Jamie. I'm Mark, and I spilled the coffee. <laughs> yes, you did. I got it. I got it. All right. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get started right off the bat here and For talk f- about what happened in WWE this week. WWE, another episode of Raw. Three hours. Three hours. Not quite the commitment at the beginning of the week. It is. It is. I always forget that it's three hours. I do and then too. I hit 10 o'clock <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's still a third of this left. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least there's more wrestling now. Like, I've got to admit. Yes. You've got to admit. There's at least more matches. I know there was a couple months ago, there was one SmackDown, and there was like two matches, and the rest was Yeah. Before nothing. Triple H took over, it was getting ridiculous with the amount of promos and disqualifications and things like that. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of matches, and what a great way to start off uh, this Raw. Uh, better than to have Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins for the U.S. title. I feel like Bobby really just defending this title against anybody, everybody, everywhere. It's good. It's good. Like, they're really bringing a little bit more prestige back to those titles. So Agreed. it's not just a stagnant title that sits on somebody yep. just so they can have it. So uh, we need a title match for no, the exactly. premium live event. Yeah, the premium live event. So it was good. It was a good match. They just, like, randomly, I think, bumped into each other and backstage. And Seth kind of challenged them for it. So it was I think- uh, Good hype for it. Actually, I think he was just talking shit yeah. about having a belt. And then oh, okay. Bobby Lashley mentioned something about having a I belt. I have a belt. And then <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they mutually challenged each other yeah. or what it was. But yeah, it was something very similar. So it was a, kind of a, a little bit of an organic delve into it. Delve? That's not a word. <laughs> Is that a word? Um, but it was, it was fun. The crowd was definitely hyped up. Uh, but, it was good back and forth. Um until First, the honestly, end. I really thought that Seth Rollins might actually win this one. He had a good little little push through that. He that did. Thing. He really looked both both of them looked strong. I mean, how does Bobby Lashley not look strong? Exactly, He's exactly. Huge. But then, uh, of course, with this ongoing rivalry, uh, Matt Riddle had to come out and kind of uh, break up the hype on that one. He distracted Rollins, and uh, that, that led, led to Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Lashley hitting him with that spear. Yeah, it was a it was a good spear. It was. It was a really good spear. And got the one, two, three, ruining poor Seth's chances at having another title belt yep. around his waist. So apparently, it's not over, as he states it is. <laughs> oh, he even still. It's he, over. he never really said whether it was or wasn't at that point. Yeah, he, it, right before that, he did. But yeah, so this is good. Just more leading up to the Extreme Rules match uh, and pay per view that's going to be happening here in a few weeks. So honestly. The, the most exciting exciting match that uh, for me that I'm looking forward to is going to be this one. So, Yeah, yeah the rematch. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Damage Control Celebration for their title wins. Um, and it started off just them talking shit like that, like they always do. And then you had the, I guess, face faction, just pseudo uh, yeah. face faction of uh, beating, uh, beating Bianca Belair. Like a dead horse. I almost said Asuka. Yeah, yes, Oscar. Yes, you're right. And uh, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> and then uh, Dell turned into Alexa Bliss challenging Bailey for a match that this night, this night, that night, that Raw. particular night. Yes. Uh, kind of had a weird look to her, like she kind of delving back to her crazy ass. 
uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of a, a few references towards Alexa Bliss, maybe going back to her like evil ways, and I, I guess in a sense. I mean, we might as well talk about it. They had we don't have to go step by step, but right. They had a match later on, and it was a, it was a, honest to god, it was a pretty solid. It was match. good. Yeah. They both kind of looked looked pretty strong. I didn't really know. I mean, I'm, obviously, it was going to go go to Bailey because he just got to, of course, got to give that push. But um, so now she's beaten Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss, which right, is huge, right? But you saw, I, I and I don't know if it was a reference because you've got all this White Rabbit shit and Bray Wyatt, right? And when Bailey and Alexa Bliss collided with uh, simultaneous clotheslines on one another, the lights dim for a half a second. It was like somebody walked up to the dimmer and went. <laughs> Right. And no mention. No of mention it. of it. The only thing uh, I did see was uh, and I went back and I watched a couple of clips. They had mentioned a couple of times how Alexis Bl- Alexis Alexa Bliss wasn't giving 100 percent into the match. Kind of. I don't know. Some people are again theorizing that that has something to do with she's going to be summoning something to fucking help right. her be stronger or tougher. Or who knows? Right. Which. Yeah. Could be a part of this whole Bray Wyatt thing. This has been weird over the last. It could few just weeks be WWE cashing in on the dirt sheets. It could making be rumors about which Bray is not Wyatt. A bad idea either. And then you have Bray Wyatt liking a tweet. I can't believe people like sit here and, and <laughs> like the only reason I know about it is tweet. I go on a website and the website says, "Oh, Bob from WrestleRumor six one seven dot com found that Bray Wyatt recently liked. I, mean, I guess he liked a tweet from Luke Harper or." Uh, uh, Brody Lee, Brody Lee, whatever you want to call him, uh, from back in 2019 that said tomorrow there will be more of us, leading to oh that means he's going to debut on Raw. Yeah. That's you know it's like God damn I got <laughs> how do people do this stuff? They sit there and like I, digging through people's twitters, just waiting, yeah, refresh on their page. It's I don't know ridiculous because everything that happened over the last few weeks led to nothing this past this smackdown which we'll talk a little bit more about you but, like, yeah that died two, died two three yeah you know the the white rabbit and the music and the the red light and all this stuff yeah. is, is you know ugh. people thought it was carrying cross yeah. and now carrying cross hasn't really done anything with it and he's nope. been on tv and- nope but um, i digress yes so no. after all that happened with uh, the women's tag team championship celebration. Uh, we then had uh, Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory, which was great, as and you, you would expect. And Kevin if Owens has been implanting himself into these matches every week on Raw, and it's been really fun. And if you didn't watch the week prior, or if you did watch it, you'd have to be excited for it. Like I exactly, yeah. It was such a good promo between the two of them last week. Um, Ko broke Austin Theory's nose. I don't know if they broke it. He just gave him a bloody nose. Don't know, but you know, it was a really cool Sold setup like for this match. Yeah, and I really like that Kevin Owens is like you said. Just there's not a storyline he's going through. He's just like I, I remember at one point a couple months ago he said I need to start being that original Kevin Owens who's worried about winning and not worried about you know who likes who and right. who pisses who off yep. like i'm here to win matches cuz i'm here to win gold yep. and that's what he's been doing he's just been systematically walking through like i want a match somebody give me a match somebody comes out let's go he fights yep. him and he wins yep. and then somebody's out there bitching and whining he walks out like fine if Puts you want to bitch place, and and let's, let's do this let's fight, fight. Yeah. and he gets those wins trying to stack those wins up the proverbial ranking system you know it's you know i know AEW's gotten rid of it yep. kind of tongue in cheek but you know, 
the more wins you get, the more momentum you get, the you know you should be on par for a title shot, or at uh, least absolutely. at least you have enough gall to be able to walk out there and be like, well, I've done all this, give me my title shot, and then you know, right? That's, you know, wrestling's wrestling, but yeah, it's good. I like it, and this match was no exception. Like they, oh, these absolutely. two, these two are phenomenal. These two, I mean, I don't know if you would say they're from two different generations. It feels like it's from the tail end of one generation to the top end of one of the same generation but still enough time in between that there's a lot of differences between the the arts of wrestling that they have and they just melted so well together. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they really did. And the end of the match uh Johnny Gargano came out. Uh Austin Theory turned around to use his money in the bank briefcase per usual and Johnny Gargano grabbed it out of his hands or you know grabbed it out of the way so he couldn't grab it. And that led to the distraction, and KO gets the second distraction win in a row. But wins a win, like you said. Yeah. By a meter or a mile, still a win. Yep. <laughs> oh God. All right, so that led to the Brawling Brutes versus the Street Profits, which is leading up to uh, the Brawling Brutes fighting on SmackDown for the uh, Tag Team Championship, uh, the Unified Tag Team Championship right. against the Uso. So, uh kind of obvious of course the brawling brutes were gonna get the win on this one uh Ridge yeah Holland and butch it was a fun match i mean i feel like anything that you put the street profits in has been great lately they're super charismatic super high energy so it was a fun little filler segment to just put over the brawling oh, brutes. Yeah. and with the high energy that the brawling brutes have got with pete dunn or uh butch butch i want to call him brute but then it's not right and uh <laughs> and I am blanking on Ridge him. Holland. Ridge Holland. I was thinking. Okay, Ma- see, that's why I was here. thinking Max Holland. I was like, that's not no. right either. <laughs> um, but between those two, they have like such an explosive energy between the two of them. They do. And then you have the high flying aspect of of the Street Profits, and it just along with Angelo Dawkins, like he's just he's a big boy, like and you know he can he can yep. throw some weight around too. So add that with you know really heavy hitting other individuals, and it's it it was a really good match. There really hasn't, honest to God, like insert segue here there has not really recently been a raw or smackdown match that has stood out that was terrible recently i don't know if that's just me not remembering a match or two and i know i'm not saying every single one of them was a barn burner yeah but raw and smackdown have really been delivering on the quality of matches whether it's a squash match or not sure or it's a huge match like they've really been it's been entertaining nonetheless you don't have these just pointless like when you got a squash match there's there's like an art to a squash squash match yeah because that's know. what the maximum male models have been doing you know but and you make them look and... you make them look weak in a sense but yeah. not in a sense to where they're physically weak like these those two dudes are big dudes that are they well put together moves. and yeah, they hit exactly. good moves and when they hit them the other team sells it like that and it's been nice to see that wwe has been putting more emphasis on that type of performance sure. in those type of matches agreed Sorry, I'm going on. No, um, you're good. But this is again, this is another one where both of these fairly newly put together tag teams in the last few years. Um I know the Brawling Brutes have come up probably in the past year into the main roster. Uh the Street Profits have had a few years and and I think they've won the championships. Yes. Uh but with the I Usos. Twice. But with the Usos doing their thing. 
I'm sure they haven't won one. None of them have won it in a while. But it's nice to see some momentum on these WWE original teams that are coming up through NXT and then into the main roster. Yes. And now we're making a name on the main roster and, right. and becoming a part of the yeah. landscape. Of and AEW is doing something very similar right now where they got overwhelmed with their big former WWE stars and obviously things happened, whatever they may be. And yeah. it's been nice recently because when you watch the product, it's sim- something very similar to where you're seeing these people who have been fighting, you know, for a long time for AEW who are like original tag teams in the, in the company coming back and being recognized the acclaim being one of them and we'll get to the we'll get to that right right <laughs> we'll get to that but um the product's been great um something that was really fun that happened after this match was or maybe it was like during it was the guy that walked by with the qr code on the for uh, the white rabbit sign which was cool that was fun so it which was one like, did the i don't remember what this one was that was the one with the hangman um and it was setting up the whole 923 demon written yep. out in the letters so uh, if you don't I know what we're talking us, about you're gonna have to go on on twitter or yep. go to wrestle talk wrestling inc when it, cool. whatever dirt sheet I'm it, sure it you actually can find. says here if you want to go to it wwe.com slash come with me and it shows a cryptic teaser video and what it's been is because uh, austin theory when his entrance was, was it austin theory? was it this week or last week whenever when austin theory was coming in they had a uh qr code up in the background somewhere i missed it and then saw it up on Twitter. Uh, by the way, you should follow us at CAW Wrestling Pod on Twitter. We live tweet during Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Rampage, of, and of course all the pay per views and premium live the premium events. live events. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, we when we were on there, we just happened to see it and we're like, what the hell? What QR code? And we went back and saw it and looked it up and it started alluding to this thing. White Rabbit had played. Uh, yeah. Oh God, what's the song name? I'm terrible with names right now. Oh, the Jefferson too much coffee. Starship song. Jefferson Starship. Yeah, but just really alluded Bray Wyatt. I mean, that's what I think what everybody thought, and he kept saying things about nine twenty three, nine twenty three. So it was like, okay, yep. demon was like a reference. It and... was flashing between the time nine yep. nine colon two three, and then it would switch over to nine dot two three. Yeah, kind of making people think at nine twenty three on September twenty third, which was Friday, which was Friday when snoring Smackdown. That something, something was, was going to happen. Debut. Yeah. And we'll get there because that was a letdown. Um, so after that happened, Judgment Day and Matt Riddle, uh, or Judgment Day versus Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio. Sorry. Yeah, um, this is interesting little setup. Rey Mysterio trying to get revenge again. Yep. Matt Riddle was asked to join Judgment Day, declined. So this is kind of their way of tying everybody in. Yep. Um. I mean, what, it what was are your, fun. What are your was thoughts a, of Randy Orton all of a sudden popping up when, uh, in Judgment Day? In Judgment Day? What do yeah. you mean? Well, you got Matt Riddle. Yeah. And he's doing his thing. He's got yeah. a feud against Seth Rollins. Yeah. I don't know. You think maybe he would show up in Judgment Day? No. I don't think oh, he's going. okay. I'm just starting rumors. Bullshit and starting rumors <laughs> that aren't there. Sure. Fantasy booking. Why not? I don't know. Fan- I don't know I mean, how long he's Tell me how many out. people would pee, would pee their pants if you're sitting there and Matt Riddle is wrestling Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, I don't know, gets the win, kicks Matt Riddle in the head. Matt Riddle's just devastated. Yeah. Broken hearted. Uh-huh. Can't believe it. Yeah. Lights go out. Lights come back up. The Judgment Day is surrounded Riddle in the ring. Okay. Lights go out again. Super new metal music to go in. No, no, no metal. No, no music. music. No, okay, no music. Even better, lights go out, fucking stars and, and shit. Oh, okay. Jefferson uh, Airship. Or airplane starts playing. Okay. 
Lights come out. It's Judgment Day. Okay. And as they go to attack Riddle, lights go out again. Oh, God. It comes back up, and Randy Orton is standing over Riddle. People go, ape shit. Absolutely oh, fucking ape shit. Oh, my God, oh. Randy Orton, Randy Orton. <laughs> and then out of nowhere. Oh, from out of nowhere? RKO's Riddle. Oh, my God. And then Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and Dominic, they're all laughing. Yeah. 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 Little yeah. boys would, would yeah. cry because their hero. Oh, my God. Randy No, that's K. the wrong. That's the wrong. Randy K. Horton. Trips. Paul, call me. I got ideas. We got ideas. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if they're good, but I got ideas. That didn't happen. And and instead, uh, it an okay match, you know, an okay match. Just fueling this a little bit further. It's okay. I don't know how I'm feeling about the Judgment Day. I, I, I originally I feel slightly over it. When they had Edge, I was interested in it. The direction that, that they were going with had a very broody kind of look to it. And I was like, okay, I could use some more supernatural stuff in my WWE because WWE has slowly tried to lean more towards the realism almost too much realism into yeah. the fighting aspect with the uh, the media scrums or media scrums uh, uh, not the media scrums what's what do they call it when Logan Paul and a press, like press conference. conference there we go yeah. you know they've got the press conferences and like okay and I like it I do enjoy it yeah. as a product I really do yeah. I actually enjoyed the press conference it was kind of neat seeing them in you know in public you know, on the spot, like you couldn't fuck that up. It was live in front of not only TV, but live audience, like live people that were shouting shit and they had to just kind of bear with it, which is kind of not really WWE's shtick. You don't really have to, you get that occasional fan, but they have a lot more control over what gets heard or what needs to be, you know, displayed to the majority of it. You couldn't really do that with this. And I like that aspect. Um, but I do like, a little bit of silly, a little bit of like, <laughs> sure. really like this is what we're doing. And I liked how they were doing the judgment day where they had, like I said, that brood kind of feel, that supernatural magical, uh-huh. um, I don't that I, it made me feel like the, the day, the days of a, when I was a kid, you know, it was just like, Oh shit, the boogeyman gold dust. They were just like, poof, shit's gone. The undertaker, yeah. like he'd die and come back, you know, you <laughs> as an adult, like, yeah, okay. But, you know, as like an entertainment aspect, you're like, what? Like, this is all it different, was really neat. you know? Yeah. And now it's turned into more of just a standard faction right. of a bunch of people that are just bullies. Yeah. And that used to be an NXT. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like saying like, oh, they're a bunch of bullies. I give a shit less. But it just has that feel of like, right. Because they're heels. They have to go, oh, you either join us or fuck you. I mean, that's what but they But what's, their, said, what's yeah. their purpose? You know what yeah. I mean? What are they doing here? We're trying to reshape the, the WWE by feuding with individuals one at a time yeah. and i just don't i don't know how i feel too much about it so every time they come on talented or not i feel just like the wind is taken out of it for me because this faction's just it's run its course at this point sure it does it's the same story every time you know aj styles edge uh, finn balor ended up joining now yeah. dominic's joining and yeah they're, they're not really i don't know they just haven't gotten a foothold in me for it agreed so it was a subpar match it was okay uh Rhea's always fun on the side, just yelling her ass off at everybody. I the most that. entertaining thing is yeah, Rhea and this whole... And Dominic, and with Dominic, the whole yeah. taking his virginity. I yeah. just love it. That part I love. The Judgment um, Day won that one. Yep. Yep. Dominic uh, said some shit to his dad. You know, hit me with the chair, and then he didn't. And 
you know, typical. It, it, it was Everybody exactly in that arena expect. was yelling at Ray, hit that kid. Yeah. Dominic, of course he wouldn't. Dominic know? dropped to his knees and he like showed his like cheek to his dad. His yeah, dad had a chair typical, in his hand. You know. And Ray was like, should I hit him? Looking around. And of course, everybody's <laughs> like, fucking yeah. belt that kid. Beat his ass. And he's pro- they're all probably right now that I peeked out the fucking meter. Holy shit. <laughs> But after all that, after the judgment day got the judgment day got the one got the one got the win went to commercial. We came back with Miz TV where Miz and Champa were in the ring. Yes, and they were and talking. this is this is set up like Dexter Loomis is invited. Like he's gonna show up and just and just sit down. Like and come just, and walk down and like yeah, take a seat on one of the director's chairs with the Miz and talk to them. Um, it was great. Uh, Which like I kind of have hope. Silly's fun. I'm not going to lie. I really have hoped he was just going to sulk out and just sit in the chair and just stare. No, this was better. It was. He took out a knife, a pocket knife, and he like cut well, out a circle well, from the, the bottom of the ring. The starts freaking out, yelling. <laughs> Champa's looking around. Classic, I don't turn around the entire time I'm out there. Of course. And then you see this nine-inch polished to the nines <laughs> Bowie knife. Just get stabbed through the fucking, f- <laughs> the, the, the canvas of the yeah, ring. Behind Mrs. Feet. Behind Mrs. Feet. And of course, people are freaking out. And I don't think they had sharpened it as much or didn't go Agreed, over well. Agreed, because it wasn't going in. He, he was, <laughs> the, the mat was too loose, so he was just pushing the fabric <laughs> up and down before finally he started wrenching it and it cuts open. And then Dexter Loomis pops out, you know. Surprise. New question. How long was Dexter Loomis underneath that ring? Uh, it's like Danhausen the whole night. Because we've been to wrestling events. You don't. The whole night. The, the show starts at eight. It's not like, boom, lights are on and people oh, start no. filing in. You gotta, You're you filing in seven. Like, at least two hours prior. You yeah. got the VIP that yeah. comes you in. You got a pee bucket and a you TV got, down there. <laughs> like, he's been down there for a while. Pee bucket. Yeah. Oh, uh, that poor. He's like Sir He's been the, down there for a while. Yeah, right. But yeah, he popped out. And I don't know. I can see there's an Im- we've got an image up. Yeah. The floor looked dirty. The mat, like, <laughs> as it moved up, it looked like a dirty carpet that was in somebody's yeah. car. It was like an old one. They're like, yeah, we can cut this. Go ahead, Dexter. And then, of course, you know, Miz, Miz turns around, out. freaks out, like falls over. Uh, Champa kind of beats him down a little bit. But ultimately, it ends Doesn't with he, pull he pulls him down into the, into, fucking, the whole... into the ring. Yeah. And I think that was it. I don't remember I don't, how he it doesn't, ends. He doesn't get him out. He doesn't get him out. And then Champa is just like trying to kick the absolute shit out of him. And then Dexter just goes back in the hole. And we never talk about Dexter being down there again. Yep. Yep. It's great. Oh, I love it. It's that exact thing I was talking about. This is great. Do it every week. Love the stupid. Uh, yep. Thank you for this. Not even a fan of the Miz, but like it. So then, yeah, we had the Bailey match. And, yep. and uh, that pretty much That's the puts main an event. end to the... The Raw segment of the week, um, going right into SmackDown. Well, actually, you did forget. Yes. Uh, at the end of this, yes. Uh, Bianca comes out at the end of the the main event. Okay. Because she was out, or she was already out there. Gets beat down by Bailey, and Bailey challenges Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. Okay. Yes. So you got you got you got to set them set set the sets uh, up. My up. apologies. I had forgotten. I had too until Thank just you, partner that. in crime. Okay, so now on to SmackDown. So at this point, we're at Friday, and we get we had, oh my 20 God. minutes okay. of oops. So, <laughs> don't even go... Like I, I'm going to say this right now, right at the top. There was very little to watch 
on SmackDown. Yeah, the you first, were just talking about this. Like, it was a weird o- SmackDown. The only thing, like, and it's it's weird because like the first segment, so they had a twenty minute segment for Roman Reigns and his crew, the yeah. Bloodline, and for the first eighteen minutes. I was damn near asleep. It was just the most drawn out, acknowledge me. Yeah. It really did feel like they were just trying to fill time. Oh, it was, for sure. But right as what I, I went on, right as I thought that I couldn't take any more. <laughs> they go to end the segment. I'm like, oh, oh, thank God we can get on with it. And Sammy, who I love Sammy Zayn with this oh, whole yeah. bloodline thing. Fantastic. Finally grabs the mic, speaks up, and says something. And they pull quite possibly the biggest 180 of oh, wrestling. Yes. So he, he's all, you know, excuse me, don't mean to interrupt you. You know, I want you to know that I acknowledge you as the tribal chief. All this good stuff. Roman Reigns says, what the fuck are you doing talking? Yep. And, and tells Which was, Jay. Which says it so awkwardly. I know. And yeah. tells Jay Uso to take, to take that, that shirt, shirt off, off of Sammy. And Sammy doesn't want to take it off. And of course he's reluctant. He's like, I don't know if you're kidding or not. Yeah. Jay, and of course, no, I can't blame there's him. there's been Jay and and Sammy. Oh yeah. He's he, all, for he's a hot all, take minute, it off. He take starts it off. like ripping, literally rips it off of him. Yeah. And like I'm sitting there on the couch, I'm fucking about to start crying. Like no joke, I'm a sucker for like those stupid ass videos, and on the internet where it's like some sappy ass. Some kid didn't know his dad was coming home from the army, and that's he's, how it the, felt. he's the fucking clown of the, at the yeah. uh, basketball game. That's like, how it felt. He was I was the like, oh, Sammy, I was broken right harder. Now, I'm looking know? at Jamie. I'm like, I got tears in my eyes. I was like, this is emotional. And Sammy's, do, he's like, are they gonna do what? Sammy what? like that? Oh shit! And then all of a sudden, Roman Reigns looks at him and he's like, I don't ever want to see you in, that, in any of our in or our shirt again. And then pulls out a shirt from his back and he's like. Because it got you a new one. And hands him a shirt that says Honorary Oos with his SZ on it. Man. <laughs> WWE got me. I know. It was like I was Christmas shitting on WWE morning. for 18 minutes. And then 20 minute mark. I was like, oh. They got him a shirt. Flipped. So Sami Zayn, Honorary. Honorary Oos. Which Jay did not like. Well, I don't know if you noticed his face. Of course I like, looked. What the fuck? Everybody else is like, yeah, yeah, because Solo likes him. Yeah. Jimmy likes of him. Of course. Fucking, obviously, of Roman likes Roman. him. Paul likes him because he gets paid to like exactly, him. Exactly. So. But Jay was just not about that Not life. about it in the slightest. So. Yeah. I really, I'm wondering what they're doing with that setup. Is that going to attribute to the fallout of why the Usos eventually lose the tag titles? Is that going to attribute to, like, are we going to see a Jimmy... And Sammy tag team? Mm, I don't know. Probably not. We can only hope. But yeah, after that, this Liv Morgan another versus one. Levy Evans, Levy Evans, Lacey Evans was the next match. Another one. Another, another one. one. This another was one. weird. Okay, so Lacey Evans came out. I don't know what ha- what happened. I think she tripped and fell in some poop. <laughs> yeah, she had a, sh- <laughs> a smear of something on her face. But yeah, they're like, oh, some she's maker. a former Marine. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that, that was about. but they I had don't know what that was about. Lacey Evans laid waste to oh, Liv yeah. Morgan. She absolutely, absolutely decimated her. Showed exactly how strong that she can be as a competitor and just absolutely just the entire everything in the kitchen sink at her. But Liv Morgan was somehow able to pull out the win towards the end. Like, yep. one of those stories. with the code breaker and the oblivion. Is she hitting her with the quote? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. The code breaker? Yeah. Like, I don't think she hit any other moves the entire time. Hit two moves in one. And then 
grabbed the chair, started or no, no I'm so sorry, stick. it was a kendo stick, and beat Lacey Evans half to death with that kendo stick. We were talking oh. to uh, Jade Koth was here yesterday talking to us about it, and he saw. He it. said, "I don't think Liv Morgan realized like how to, how to deadly." Use that. Like that kendo stick is and how to use that exactly she because she did. Blasted she blasted them. her. Absolutely just. Poor Lacey Evans. Ooh, you could feel it from through the TV screen. Yep. And it was it all looked basically. Like it, hurt so bad. it did. But it was all basically to set up that Liv Morgan is taking on Ronda Rousey She's at hardcore. Extreme Rules with an Extreme Rules match, saying that she is tough enough to be able to face her, which, you know, is a good move in a sense because. The last, what, two, three matches, Liv Morgan's come out, cried a lot, booed, made a lot of sad faces. She For has... me, I can't be sold on her as a champion when you're constantly crying like that. So to come out with a chair and hit a couple, or God, I keep saying a chair, the kendo stick, hitting a couple, you know, hard moves, saying I, I am extreme enough for this. It's like, okay, this is a good thing to establish ahead of this pay-per-view so we know we're going to get a good match and it's not going to be this horrible it's just squash a shame. match where Ronda Rousey just it's loses. It's just a shame Lacey Evans' face had to be the brunt end of Well, she was on angle. TV, so, you know. My God. That was rough. That was rough. Uh, we then had the New Day took on the Maximum Male Models. Yep. And just like we said before, it was just, you know. I don't know. I think this one was, was just to set up a breakup between, uh, what's his name, Max... Max and Maxine Dupree. Because he's referenced his previous name of L.A. Knight. This was his name yes. in NXT. Uh, he's referenced it a couple times. And people are saying that he might just go back to that. And after tonight, I Too tend bad. to believe him. Too bad. Loving the Maximum Male models. It's great. But it's he funny. he got over for being L.A. Knight. So, I mean, you yeah. got to think. If yeah, the, Triple H is all about broke, bringing people back. Uh, back to talking about uh, the brawling brutes when they fought the other day. They didn't even, um, Ridge didn't even reference him as Butch. Never said really? anything about it, yeah. Never said anything about Pete either, but I guess there was no mention of him being Butch, so it his, is, again, refreshing he's gonna be, that... He's going to be like Prince, he just changes his name to, you hear him punching you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what's your name? He just slugs it's you in the Pete nose. Dunn, who gives a shit, but yeah, it's kind of refreshing with Triple H being back, that people are kind of coming back to that whole thing, but... Um, yeah, that might happen. It was a fun match. It is what it is. Of course, love seeing the New Day. Love seeing uh, Maximum Male Models. It's funny. Still miss Biggie. <laughs> Still miss Biggie. I yeah, don't think he's course. coming back. Of course. I think uh, if we're going to talk about that, sure. WWE should just take him, make him uh, an announcer, make him some type of coach. Coach. Yeah. He's got the physique I, for he's it. He's got the the voice for it. I think he'd oh, be yeah. great. Make him an announcer. Oh, yeah. He'd be know? a great announcer. Uh, use him, use him for uh, the fact that he is such a sweet dude, such a charismatic guy. Use him in that perspective that to interview people or, like you said, coach people or talk people up. He is that perfect person to be able to do that. So I wish him nothing but the best. But yeah, probably, probably won't come back, which is absolute shame. Yeah, like for real. I mean, he's definitely said he would, which if I'm he sure. Could. I'm sure you know. Best case scenario, he would let, he would come back. Sure. But he did say... Is it worth it, you know? You know, if it's not worth it, then he's not afraid to call yeah. it quits, which can't say I blame him. Oh, he's already God, had no, an amazing no, no. career. I wish he would have had a better title run. I think it was a shame they took it away from him so early, but Agreed. not for nothing. You made a, you won a world title. Yep. You know what I mean? You hit the top can't of the... be mad at that. Right. <laughs> uh, um, moving on to the, the strange match of Braun Strowman versus Otis. I actually... Which, 
I, you know, I'm not a big Braun Strowman fan. We'll sit there and talk about that. Like the dude before, the whole control your narrative thing absolutely ruined it for Braun. So I was like, eh, Braun. But what I really, really liked about what they did with this was WWE made Otis a big dude and a scary dude and an intimidating dude. He's not just the guy that ate all the, the chili cheese dogs at fucking 4th of July and puked everywhere. No, he was. He act- well, he still, he still is, is. But he also is a guy to like be, you know, be scared of and to, to be reckoned against. And it was really cool that they made him a good competitor for Braun Strowman and didn't let... Braun Strowman just absolutely annihilate the shit out of Otis. Right. Otis held his own on this one, too. So I think that was really important for Otis. I thought this was more going to be about Braun. Even though Braun got the win, it was really helpful, I think, to Otis. I'm curious as, as to well. what they're what they're building up to with, with Braun. Um, Alpha Academy, obviously being just a small obstacle in his way, the right. first official like match... Yeah. That he's had back that isn't a squash match or him yeah. coming out ruining a tag team. I just don't really know where he's going with this. Is he going for titles and is this just him making his way back up the ladder? Don't know. Hasn't really stated his intention, so I'm not really sure. I hope they have him say something about this yeah. at some point. Uh, after that, we had Drew McIntyre cutting a promo on Karrion Cross and challenging him to a strap match. Yes. At Hardcore, I almost said Hardcore Justice at uh, <laughs> Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Which he came out with the strap. So to me, I was like, oh, okay, strap match. That's right. cool. Dope idea. Obviously, Extreme Rules. Now, right around this time, I don't mean to interrupt you. Please. It was like 9, 10 that we started this promo. Okay. So we had like a f- probably about 15 minutes until the 923 yep. on 923 was, was going to happen. Yep. And of course Twitter's on fire and everything is is, you know, so we're every, I'm sure everybody is watching like significantly close. Right. So yeah, Drew McIntyre's talking obviously making hints towards Karrion Cross. And at some point Karrion Cross comes out, Scarlet comes out of course first. And at this point we're like 918. Yeah, it's getting later. It's getting later. Um, Scarlet, was that when she threw the fireball? Or attempted to throw the fireball? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, know if you call it a throw. More of a attempt. Paper lit. I don't know. She apparently used a. There's like a type of fire that like it's like flat. I think it's called flash paper. Yes. To where like a tiny little spark will make this piece of paper go up in a quick instant and create this flashing effect uh, at the minimal risk of burning anything. And I guess she had an issue with the product and couldn't get it done. And when she finally did, if you watch the clip, it's like somebody in the crowd, like, flashed the camera real quick. Uh, And it was above, I think it was probably like a foot above Drew McIntyre's head when it finally went foof. Yep, but Drew, as the the professional that he did, he sold it. And, you know, Scarlett, they both sold it the best that they could. And I mean, it was no barbecue or barbed wire. No, uh, yeah, C4 oh God, match, no. so. Yeah, and then um, it cuts a commercial. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was it 9.23, and it just they got up. cut to commercial. I think Cross got to him and put him in the uh, the Cross jacket. Yep. And at this point, it's 9.22. Yep, Karen Cross and is I'm like, I'll fight the, you, blah, blah, blah. I'm and, staring at the <laughs> clock, looking at the screen. I'll fight you. Just let go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And then it fades to commercial. And then literally goes nine twenty three. Yep, nine twenty four. And you collectively heard you collectively heard the entire wrestling community just go, huh? Okay. 
So nothing. <laughs> I, I don't. So nothing, I don't know no. what they were trying to get at with that nine twenty three. I don't know. They I guess they released another. I'd like to see the hint. stats of of that specific time. Yeah. If it peaked on WWE programming, I bet it did. But, but now they have to do that was odd. They have merchandise for the White Rabbit. The White Rabbit. And it's just the white rabbit on a black t-shirt. Yep. And it says, you know. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it says nothing. It's just a white rabbit. Yeah. So. And then we came back for a commercial Weird. and it was uh, Dakota Kai versus Rachel Rodriguez. Raquel. Raquel. What did I say? Rachel? Yep. It's Raquel. Oh, yeah. Raquel. And uh, no need for this. No. <laughs> Absolute just. Don't know why they did it. It was, I, it was strictly to set up Shotzi and Bailey. Yeah. Because they, you know, the match was on. It was very short. And it was unnecessary. The beatdown afterwards triggered Shotzi, who came out for the save and did it again, setting up that match. Following that, we had the Usos going on with the Brawling Brutes for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Unfortunately, I think we all knew which way this was going. Although you had your hopes I up. had hope. I mean, I'm trying to hope. Got it. The rain's got to end one day. One day it's got to. But I don't think yet. I don't think yet. I think the seeds no are getting planted of the inevitable. Inevitable? Inevitable. Yes. Break or Demise. loss of the championships. I mean, you can only be the champions for so long. Sure. I don't think. What if, what if they gave Logan Paul the title? It's possible. Anything's possible in WWE. <laughs> you have to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> So the tag team championship match happened. Mark said, predictable. Well, I don't know. Either way, it went down, and it was really, really good. Oh, it really was. Very much a back and forth, very much not one-sided match. Uh, Very entertaining. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. But ultimately, it ended up with the Usos on top, retaining the titles. And... Yeah. That was the end of SmackDown. That was the end of WWE for the week. That was it. Overall, SmackDown sucked. SmackDown was not great. It was it was really hard to get through. Uh, a lot of the segments a lot of were maybe not. Well, I don't know about pointless, but just lackluster. Yeah. Did what they needed to do, but just I don't know. Just didn't have a lot of pep in it this week. Yeah. Raw was decent. Yep. Nothing super like oh my god. Blew the ratings out the roof, but entertaining good. nonetheless. Yeah. And the matches we've got confirmed for next week for Raw is Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. You've got Sami Zayn uh, versus AJ Styles. They had a Twitter feud, I guess, feud back and forth that ended up uh, setting this match up. Okay. Uh, you've got Seth Rollins is going to be taking on Rey Mysterio. Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano uh, is taking on Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. And Matt Riddle is taking on Damian Priest. Uh, for SmackDown, we've got, like we talked before, Bailey versus Shotzi. In Shotzi's return, I don't think, even since we've started watching wrestling in WWE, Shotzi's not been a thing. Yeah, not really. Uh, we also have Hit Row taking on Los Lotharios, which is Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. Car- I can't roll my tongues. <laughs> Carrillo, Carrillo, Carrillo. Primo and Epico. Primo and Epico, but better this time. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know, 
I don't know. I haven't seen where this was, but I saw this weirdest on a thing. list was Ricochet and Madcap Moss versus Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa. Well, remember Ricochet and Madcap Moss were in the back and they were like, Sammy, like, what are you doing? And oh, then that's right. Solo Sokoa oh, came they, out. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then he beat the shit out of him. So that's just setting that up, which is cool because I love Ricochet. I love Madcap Moss. So hopefully they'll do something fun. I feel like it's going to be probably Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa beating the shit out of them. But yeah. Hopefully we'll get a couple moves in because both those guys are super good, super talented. All right, so that ends uh, WWE for the week, the recap, and uh, moving on right into AEW, which started off with uh, Dynamite uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, which they sold. This is with AEW's Grand Slam. That was their first over $1 million gate they've Correct. gotten since becoming... I don't know if it's it, I don't I don't think that has anything to do with pay-per-views, but I think it just has to do with the weekly episodic show. Yep. Um so yeah, we started off with and a lot of these matches were already announced. Yep, there were five <laughs> championship matches at Grand Slam Dynamite. Uh it started off with Claudio Castanelli versus Chris Jericho for the ROH World Championship and they definitely doesn't disappoint. Even the ending, I thought, was a twist that not a lot of people thought was going to happen. But we saw Chris Jericho become the Ocho and achieve his eighth world wow. championship yep. as he became the new ROH world champion. And wow. a dishonorable ROH world wow. champion, as wow. a lot of people wow. have put out there, because he won with... A low blow to yes. Claudio while the referee yes. was turned around. This was after multiple attempts of using illegal and malicious of course, ways to win the match. Yes. And still pulled one out. And also I would like to point out that uh, referee Aubrey Edwards actually set a record for the first woman to officiate a Ring of Honor match. So I also thought her. that was super cool because I absolutely love Aubrey, Adwer Aubrey Edwards. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, and I think this was just a move to give a popular name and a uh, one that, you know, a lot of people know of and, and respect or hate maybe <laughs> and put, you know, put him with the belt and make it known who ROH really is. So uh, sad to see it go from Claudio because... You hated it when it happened. When it happened, I was like, "Why?" I was booing. I've I've been booing AEW a lot lately. Were, I've been getting very strong emotions not, out of Jamie me. Jamie was not a fan of Dynamite this week. Like I when think I had extremely shove, high expectations for this Dynamite. With you five also had a lot of anxiety too. Pay per view matches. Now, granted, this was what Wednesday. So this was yes, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday morning at you know four o'clock in the morning, we were leaving to, for me to go have some surgery. So. I, I was she was a little on edge. On edge. But still, the fact remains, she was not very happy. And understandably, like, when it first it, happened, it was I, a wasn't, odd. I wasn't too stoked about it because I was just in the same boat. I was happy to see Claudio have the world title. I thought he was a great champion, and I thought they could have done great things. The times he defended it, it, it was good. By the way, speaking of, to go back to when he won this title, uh, did you hear that Jonathan Gresham just currently uh, competed in... I want to say GCW or maybe it was MLW. Okay. But haven't heard any, uh, anything from him since he lost the belt to Claudio and he just uh -huh. recently wrestled. Wow. But he also wrestled at the Ric Flair's last match as well, correct? Did he? Yes. As far as I know, he did. 
which we didn't watch because so much wrestling, especially back then. For some reason, that was like a hot time for wrestling. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I don't remember. I could be wrong. Yeah, I believe so because it was one of those things where I, I was like, that was so weird. People throw each other around. Yeah, that was definitely weird. But um, at any rate, uh, yeah, Chris Jericho is the new ROH World Champion, and it's funny now because uh, it is Sunday at this point as we're recording. Uh, Chris Jericho comes out on Rampage as the most like noble champion. Oh you yeah, know, honor, honor, honor. honor. So it's like it, it's fun already. I'm, I'm already like okay, I can live with this. Which ties idea. into Daniel Garcia really trying to turn, maybe not try, but end up turning with yep. the ROH Pure Championship. Yep. Wheeler Yuta was kind of being next week. not as honorable during their match, and he showed yep. the. That he was the bigger man and yep. winning the title. Yep. Same thing with now. He's told Chris, like, you don't need to cheat. Really trying to, like, push that honorable, like, style of wrestling. And you got to wonder what they're doing with it. Because two people with a belt. Yeah. You can't. I mean. Well, Daniel Garcia was definitely trying to say something to Chris Jericho, about, you know, to, wanting to have a discussion with him. And, and Chris Jericho said, save it. Off, we're going yep. out on the town. We're going out to celebrate. All this big yep. thing. Reluctantly gave him this, like, weird high five. And was like, whatever, you know, we'll kind of talk it out. I think next week on Dynamite is their plan for Jericho. Next week on Dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of like a cel- celebratory thing. But, yep, that happened. Um, and then came, uh, <laughs> wow. Talk about going from booze to, like, absolute just pops out the ass. You had Swerve in Our Glory, Swerve Strickland, and Keith Lee versus The Acclaimed, which is uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens yeah, they, for the... the- Tag team champions. The mood turned real quick after Swerve came out compared to when the Acclaim came out. Yes. Because People Swerve came out. It was shit out of my boy Swerve. It was. Well, Swerve's been doing really, really healy ass things uh-huh, lately. He's uh-huh. kind, of, kind of a dick. Uh-huh. Um, they weren't too big into my boy Keith Lee either, though. Because he's his partner. Because they, the I mean, Acclaimed on, is just on. so over right yeah, now. Yeah, they are just so over. And so they came out to the crowd just roaring. Like, I love the Acclaimed. I love Swerve in, the, in our glory. They, this match was at times rough. It was, and I think that's a, where I was getting bummed out. I was like, man, yeah, it's a couple misses, you know. It started off, you know, your standard match. You go back, and, you're back and forth. They tried to do a couple of spots, and it was like everybody was covered in in cooking grease. They just yep. couldn't hold on to each Super other. Super slippery. I think the camera messed up a couple times because it was like showing the wrong perspective of things. So I know a couple times I looked at you and I was like, what just happened? Right. It was just like, I don't know. It was weird. Um, it, it ended up being really good back and forth. And, and of course, the acclaimed ended up with the victory, which was just fantastic. And, and when and they did, it ultimately sounded like, made the match, of course, it better. sounded like the crowd was going to storm the ring. Yeah. It was it. It, it was people phenomenal. went off. There was pink confetti. Yeah. Um, Scissoring everywhere. Right. Uh, Anthony <laughs> Bowens came out. He said something about I think he was the first openly gay. Yep. AW champion. Yep. Really good move for him. I really, really like... cool experience. Daddy Ass was there. Uh, oh my god! He the helped chance with of the win. Me Daddy. He helped with the win. Yeah, oh, the oh Scissor Me Daddy, Daddy. chance. The whole thing was just really cool. It was very humbling. It felt good. Uh, super happy for Max Caster and Anthony Bowens, and I felt like that was the right move for AEW. And again, this is what we were talking about before. This is AEW finally taking a step back and looking at everything and being like, you know, we don't have to have 
John Moxley and Brian Danielson be the tag team right. champions. We can have the acclaimed be the tag team champions. A homegrown They're AEW over. Yep. tag team. This was a tag team that Co- Tony Khan put together himself of two people that were trained by the same person and was like, you guys would be great together. And, you know, went out on a whim to create this tag team that has been one of the best stories, I think, in AEW. Right. And, and two of my favorite dudes in AEW. Right. Entertaining out the ass. So it's just been really cool and I'm really excited for them. But, you know, they, they've been around with AEW forever. So this is just yeah. a smart move on their, on their part. Oh, real good. And Tony made the fans happy. <laughs> Directly after that, we had uh, Tony Giovanni was interviewing Wheeler Yuta. And of all people, MJF interrupted. Yeah. And that was a, a neat little segment. Yeah, it was Wheeler fun. Wheeler Yuta started beating the shit out of MJF. And then yeah, W. Morrissey smack about came his out fiance and, and made the most insane face. Like and, he has been. And, yeah, they set up. Some good little stuff there. After that, we had Pac versus Orange Cassidy for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Yeah. And I don't... Here was another level of... Hmm. 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 I don't, I don't <laughs> know what this one was for. I feel like this was a waste. And and I hate calling things a waste. It, was, it wasn't bad wrestling. It was odd intentions because, from my perspective, Orange Cassidy absolutely whooped pack he really did make him smear match yeah and i i but it didn't look or it didn't make orange look strong no it just make pack look really weak which is odd because he's not he can wrestle it was good to see orange cassidy hit some good moves but was a very very odd match and then it was just like oh pack had a couple moves and he retains yep so i don't really know what the point in that was i don't know if it was to build the feud or Something else down the line. I really don't know, but yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it, and I, I want to know why it's not Kip versus Pack. Why we're not going to go back to that? Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, let's go back to that again. Hopefully, they're building something up. I hopefully so, but it was weird. Yeah, not like my favorite match of the together. Not my favorite match of the night. No. Uh, and then I, I gotta say the kind of the same thing for the next match. Uh, it was the four way women's match with Tony Storm, Athena, Britt Baker, and Serena Deeb for the AEW Interim Women's World Championship. You know, and- it started off okay. Everybody's fighting everybody. Everybody's attacking everybody. We're getting our moves back and forth. But Serena it was like Dib, 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 what? Dib, Dib. Serena Deeb did a lot of good one versus two moves. She did. They she was definitely the star their- of the, the, the oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but another match that ended up the way that it ended just wasn't just like, boom, done. Oh, and also okay. like, why did we need to do that? And then poor Britt Baker. Like, why do we need to do that? Yeah Britt, yeah. Britt Baker looked like she broke her nose again. Why did we need to have these four women wrestle who just literally wrestled? They just did a tag team match. The um, prior. So it, it ended. And honestly, again, my tensions were high. I apologize for my attitude, Mark, how I was the <laughs> other day, but I literally like picked up a napkin and I threw it and I was like, what are we doing here? I was like, you know, like I was starting to get really frustrated. I said, Tony Khan said he was trying to build up the women's division. What did that four way match do? It didn't do anything for anybody. And then as soon as she got done saying that, Tony shoved my foot in my mouth, won the match. And 30 seconds later, Tony Khan literally reached through our television held Jamie by the hand and said, I got you. <laughs> and then this music played. Which nobody recognized. Nobody recognized. Nothing on the Titantron. I haven't heard about anything, even yeah. through dirt sheets, of this person might debut. If I would have looked 20 minutes before, 
Grand Slam would have started. I would have seen that somebody had said that former WWE Paige Soraya. Soraya. She came out today. It's like, this is how you say my name. Soraya debuted on AEW and is now all of weight. She never said anything, just climbed in the ring. And the only thing she said is, this is my house. Yeah. Classic Paige. And. Holy shit. Like, phenomenal. For anybody who saw the rise of Paige, it was really great. Uh, Mark and I were really into WWE back then. So when she made her debut and won the Divas belt, which is. She made her Shit, debut anyways. at SmackDown and won against, oh my god, who, I think it was, was Bailey. Was it Bailey? Yeah. Was Bailey. And won that Divas belt the first night she was there. Yeah. It was. So she's always had a really decent run. She's always been outspoken in a sense, you know, want to get herself into trouble. Um, it's been fun to watch her rise and it's very interesting to see that this is actually happening because her and Britt Baker have had a lot of back and forth. Um, as to like, you know, day dream match status, if we had right. ever had anything and then it's actually seeming like that's going to happen. So as but much it, it as does. I was very bummed out to see Jamie Hayter side with Britt Baker, which is why I was throwing my napkins, by the way. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, again, I why are reaction. we doing this? Cause I like I Jamie Hayter. I like Britt Baker too. Don't get me wrong. She's my girl, but again, like again, this, but it was, it was Interesting to see that now she's going to be the one feuding with Britt Baker. And both of them on the mic are great. Both of them wrestling-wise are phenomenal. It's going to be really, really interesting. It is. Both oh, we were both wrong. Imagine. We were both wrong. It was no. not Bailey. It was AJ Lee. Oh, oh, wow. Ooh, full circle, huh? Right. Um, I also heard reports that she might not, not actually even be cleared to wrestle yet. I've heard that, so, but then apparently she said don't listen to the wrestle. Oh, of course. Sheets. Of course. I mean, nobody posts their... Their medical history on the internet. Yeah, for sure. So we'll um, see what happens there. But she but hasn't that she hasn't wrestled great. since December 2017 when she got injured in a six woman uh, match. Okay. Um, and then she was on retainer pretty much until June of this year. Uh huh. Until uh, her contract, her contract expired. Yep. And here we She's are. She's all elite. Woo! Can't wait to see what happens. And that was fantastic. So then. Um, as if it couldn't get any more hype, this mat this night ended with John Moxley versus Brian Danielson for round the, two, round two uh, or round three. This is round two, right? Th- this is round three. Round three, okay. Yep, the finals for the for AW the AW World, AW Championship. World Championship. No interim. No interim. This is it. No. This would be John Moxley's match. third time winning it if he did. And it had. And and it was. It was. It was great. Again, was really I, I, I sit here and brag because I can. That the two of us were able to see that in person. We went to Revolution this yep, this year. The first one. We'll and we go. were able to see that. We were able to see William Regal come out and kind of start the group and all that good shit. But, you know, we were able to, to see how well these two fight together. And it was a phenomenal match. And it was a great way to end it. Because for me, it was just an awkward night. A lot of, eh, you know, Dynamite's okay. Yeah. And then that capped it off, and it was like, that's, there it is. There's AW. The entire time that this match, match was going on, MJF was in the box. Just watching, and just so happened that box was directly in the shot of the entire <laughs> the time we're watching. And even had it on like cati- the Titan casino Tron chip. On the, yeah, he's got the casino battle royale change thing. I don't know, money in the coin. I, I don't even know. It, money in the coin. They haven't. They haven't said whether it's kind of like money in the bank where he can just run out and cash it in. It is not. Tony Khan said no. Uh, but see, I've seen. But as soon as you told me that, that following week. 
uh, Excalibur and Taz were talking, and they were talking, and one of them said he could cash it in any time. And it's like understandable. I understand that. So he can cash it in, but Tony Khan has to make the match. But lo and behold, <laughs> John Moxley wins by making Brian Danielson pass out, not yeah. tap out. No, nope. not- he passed out, and it was a clean win and a great match. And yep. John Moxley is the three-time WWE or WWE woo, AEW World Champion. Yep, and that's and we're just moving on from this 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 shit with CM Actually, Punk. Actually, did you see? As AEW Dynamite ended, mm-hmm. when John Moxley was walking around saying, "Yeah, I'm the champion. I'm the champion." William Regal jumps in the ring, you know, congratulates him, put the goes to put the belt on John Moxley, and right before the credits roll up and it goes fades to black, uh, Brian grabbed the belt. I did, yeah, and ripped it out of his hands and started having words with uh, Moxley and William Kingston, Regal, William yeah. Regal Kingston. Yep, I did so, see that. I haven't seen anything anything about that since. Right. But it's got to be out there. Yeah. So if you know, let us know. <laughs> at CAW Wrestling Pod on Twitter. All right, so that That's wrapped gonna, up uh, Dynamite. And you know, we're going to roll right into Rampage with uh, the two house. Hour, two hour. Two uh, hours. Rampage, by the way, which to have this stacked of a card, you had to have two hours. It was jam-packed from beginning to end. But started off with, which I, which I think was one of the best matches of the night. House of Black versus Sting and Darby Allen in a no DQ match. Especially now knowing a little bit of information, which yeah, here in a second. Uh, good match. Um, not really anything that stood out about it. Nope, just super fun match. Sting and getting involved is always fun. He beat the shit out of the, uh, each definitely other. Definitely went through a couple tables and looked uh, like he got hurt. Julia Hart, God rest her soul. She almost died. Yeah, she she got knocked her off the ropes. Concrete. And her ass hit the edge of a table, and then the rest of her didn't hit the table. Real, real scary fall, but she seems to be okay. Uh, Darby Allen and Brody King went off the entrance through tables. Uh, apparently, Darby split his head open about five stitches. Yeah. Brody was just complaining about a hurt back. Uh, Buddy Matthews got rolled up for the pin, and uh, Sting and Darby Allen her. got the win. Yep, which I think uh, they're undefeated. I still, yeah, I think they still are, which on that note, apparently not too long afterwards, Buddy grabbed the mic and said something very similar, or not maybe grabbed the mic, he, he's publicly come out and said something about stepping away from wrestling, much like Malachi, Malachi Black has done. Um, it hasn't been official yet, but fingers are pointing to Buddy Matthews walking away from AEW, leaving Julia Hart and... Brody King to be the only remaining members of the House of Black. Which so. would be a bummer. It would. It really, like, I I mean, granted, I've got... You're literally wearing a House of Black shirt I right am. now. Well, I'm wearing a Brody King, yeah, Brody King House <laughs> of Black shirt. But, yeah, I'm a fan of the House of Black. I really dig. I listen to his band, God's Hate. Yeah, um, the, the group has really come together well. I've enjoyed Julia Hart being a, a part of it, having her, like, Stevie Nicks, witchy woman vibe. Yep. It's been really cool. So, like, just when it's starting to feel like really develop hopefully you know this isn't something that does happen and they do fall apart but if it is what it is you know you wish buddy honestly the best and and hope that Brody king and julia can do their thing and right you know continue to lead the house of black i'm sure they can maybe do something with miro still yeah yeah my dude the redeemer i don't know what they're doing with him don't know either but we had no time for that because we had to go right into 
FTW champion Hook with Action Bronson sponsored by New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, he versus, was. Yeah. He was. Versus uh, uh, Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Cool Hand Angelo Parker and Daddy Magic. Daddy Matt Magic. Menard. Excuse me. Let me give you their full name. 2.0 as far no. as I'm concerned. Yes. 2.0 no more. Um, I, we, it, it happened exactly like we thought. Well, yeah. You didn't think that Matt Menard and Angelo Parker no. were going to win this one. No. Honestly, it was not disappointed in uh, action bronson's performance yeah, he did he did well he didn't try and shine superbly yep he didn't try to do anything out of his uh level of expertise there yep. you know he wasn't doing anything like super high top rope bullshit right he right was, he was just hitting the backhands and hit but a couple moves at and the same time hit him well interesting hit what yeah. he needed to hit sure and they got the win i mean you expect exactly anything else thought. yeah it was good though it was real good that went into the next match, Samoa Joe in Wardlow, or was it? Warjo. Warjo? Warjo? I don't War know Joe. about that. Versus Tony Nese and Josh Woods. And and how else could you sum up this but exactly what you just said before? Did you think Tony Nese and uh, uh, Josh Woods were going to come out of this victorious? All I knew was there was four big, meaty men throwing each other around in And that it was ring. good, and I and think they're you four know me, super good, talented guys. If you know me... I love me some big meaty men in a wrestling game. <laughs> I, I see why, like, me and Vinnie Mac, we see eye to eye on that shit. I, th- I don't know. That shit, that gets my juices going, and I want to fucking root for somebody. <laughs> so I was all about it, and between the technicalities of Josh Woods uh, and, oh, my God. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I have it on Do Not Disturb. I didn't think it was going to do that. Well, of course it does, because that's what technology does. It does everything except I'm for what you wanted so to do. Sorry. But the between the technicalities of... Josh Woods, Samoa Joe, uh, even t- even Tony Nese, and then the power of all four of these individuals. Sure, it was a good match. Uh, One of those. I don't know why we we partnered these guys together. We got two champions. No need. I wish they know. would break them up and not have them as this weird goofy tag team for no reason. Again, you know, yeah. let Wardlow both, fight a match. Let Samoa Joe fight a match. They don't have to fight a match them together. And Tony Nese and Josh Woods like, for sure. I don't know why they're do- doing this as a tag team. They're not. Don't know. There's not really a good chemistry between the two no. tag teams. Like no. let them be single competitors. Agreed. And I agreed. Just, then Mark Sterling got the power bombs in. Of course. So we're going to, well, I'm sure we'll see the next breaks, the neck, neck brace, the lawsuits. Can't wait. Love Mark Sterling. Can't wait to see what he's going to do. Right. It's always interesting, you know, for $13 a day, you can sponsor you know. <laughs> <laughs> an injured, injured wrestler. Lawyer. Yeah. Uh, we also have jungle boy took on Ray Phoenix in what was probably one of the best matches of the week. Not just the Super night, fun. not just of AEW. Yep. These two have obviously fought before in tag team action, but never on singles. So it was the and high energy amazing. from both the and people I, that, you know, you love to see. And definitely more momentum towards getting Jungle Boy to drop just the Jungle Boy moniker. And yeah, Jack a Perry. lot of just Jack Because they even interested him as Jungle Jack Perry when yep. he walked in. Yep. Uh, so I think it's a good singles. move. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good move. Oh, yeah. I, think, know, the, I think once you get rid of the Jungle Boy and the... Unfortunately, the Jurassic Express is going to dwindle. I don't know what they're going to do with Luchasaurus. Don't know, but, but he ended up getting his spot out here. Yep, because uh, after the match, after he beat Ray Phoenix, he came out. Uh, Christian walked out, and of course, lo and behold, Luchasaurus popped up. I don't know how the fuck you miss a seven-foot-tall, 6.5-million-year-old dinosaur yeah, right? climbing into the <laughs> ring, but he chokeslammed the living hell out of poor uh, Jungle Boy, leading into a commercial... And coming back with the match that I was probably most anticipated for Absolutely. this week. Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara. And to be honest with you, I was a little bit let down by this match. Yeah. 
The actual match itself or the yep. ending? I don't even remember the ending. Oh, okay. So what were you let down by? The match. I just, I don't know. Just wasn't as exciting as you had hoped? Yeah. But I probably put up too much of high hopes. It was good. It oh, was good. I know what ending you're talking about. I know what you mean. I'm sorry. No, you're oh. fine. It was good. It was a good back and forth showcasing both guys. Sammy Guevara came out with like a Dragon Ball Z. That was the most ghetto Dragon Ball Z entrance. (laughs) I get what they were trying to do because you can't like. Well, it it's similar to Dragon Ball Z, but it's definitely not the same art style. No, definitely not. And definitely not the same characters. And Sammy came out and he just basically said the same thing as before, like, "Oh, Eddie, you're fat," and then it uh, like bleeped out the cuss words. And the match was on, and it was like, eh. Yeah, you're a fat piece of blank. Yeah, like, okay. And that's how it started off. Um, ew. What is all over this? All sticky. Ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. That was gross. Um, so <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> it was just like a demonstration of like, spinning back fist. Kingston was just like, blah, 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 blah. And then he just like, would not release that stretch and referee Paul Turner. Yeah, he got, he got him with the, with the submission. Like, okay, you got him. Go. And then he was like, nah, you nope, won't let go. So that. I'm going to reverse the call, which was interesting and kind I of connects to this weird like storyline about them overturning the call. Yeah, there's been, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the like missed illegal spots on a lot of AEW refs and Tony Khan's been buying into it, making comment about it on Twitter. And I think they're slowly trying to turn that into something because Paul Turner has been like the focus of a lot of them. Yeah. And he was um, insinuating he had to do what he had to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I weird storyline, but Controversial, I guess different. Yeah. Different. Haven't seen like a referee storyline in a hot minute. Yeah. So it's kind of fun because it's definitely different. But uh, Eddie, yeah, Eddie won the, the match and then they overturned it. So yep. uh, then, Sammy walked out as the winner. Right. Which um, was weird. And then what was really weird was then Jade Cargill <laughs> fought Diamante. And but the whole thing was hmm. Diamante okay. had was promoting the baddest OG from whenever 305. from three oh five and ended up being Trina. Yeah. Which okay. And then she came out, nothing happened with Trina. Nope. Di- Diamante lost. Of course. And when she rolled out of the ring, T uh Trina, Trina like smacked her in the, the face and, and like, yeah, that was it. Jade. Like it wasn't even a smack, it was like the most I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to push your face to the left. Yeah. And then she joined ranks with uh, the Jade, Jade the Cargill. And, and that was awkward. That was it. It was probably like a, <laughs> a five-minute section. I think they're just trying to, like, add the extra numbers to get up to, you know, the 40 and 0, like, that probably. signature match to where it's going to be Trina? a really Why good... was Trina there? Like, I don't know, just to make an, a some popular Jake Paul name. Some Jake Paul or Logan Paul power? Yeah. You know, that's why they have all the wrestlers lately is just to make some face, which is cool, like... Whatever. And it's just unnecessary. Yep. But whatever. And then it was uh, on to the Grand Slam Golden Ticket Battle Royale. So right, they no. advertised I, only like five or six people. Well, I think they got like nine by the time it showed up. Possibly. And then, it, then all of a sudden it was just a shitload of people. So I think I got this. I think I got this. Okay. It had your winner, Adam Page, Penta L Zero, Lance Archer, Jay Lethal, John Silver, Evil Uno, Preston Vance, Alex Reynolds, Blade Butcher, Danhausen, Roosh, QT Marshall, Brian Cage, Dante Martin, Trent, Chuck Taylor, Jake Hager, Dalton Castle, which he also and had the, the boys. boys at his at the ringside. Yep. They weren't in the match. Uh, where were they? 
I didn't see him in the match. They I weren't, but no. they helped. Lee Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, Matt Hardy, and Private Party. Yeah. Mark Quinn and... Isaiah Cassidy. And it ended up being Adam Page. Yeah. Ended up winning. I was really pushing for 10. Yeah, I thought this was going to be one of those opportunities where maybe Andrade came out and 10 turned on like John Silver or Evil Uno. Right. But they just didn't do anything. Nope. You know, it was cool to see Dan Housen. It was cool to see Brian Cage. Brian Cage hasn't been on AW TV in a long time. But I had very so it was cool spotlight. to see, yeah, a couple people on there and that you, you weren't expecting. King, um, I can't remember his name that ended yeah, up taking from over ROH. for Tully Blanchard. Yep. He was out at Brian Cage's Brian Cage's yeah, side. at ringside. So it was it was cool, and then it just ended as Hangman having the opportunity. So I guess what Hangman they're setting it up too. for. What's up? Hangman and Roosh were yeah, the last two. Yeah, they were the last two, which is just not again what I was expecting. So I guess they're going to be doing some type of Tuesday night dynamite. Uh, I think in October. And that's when so. Hangman's going to get the opportunity to face either John Moxley or, I mean, in all reality, MJF. if he sets up the match, but it's that's speculation for another day as to when do you think he's going to cash that in. Yep, absolutely no idea, but he's smart to just kind of sit back and let everybody fight each other until you're ready to, to fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, that brought it to the main event, which was the Lights Out match. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks, and they finally got that match that they really didn't get to do at the pay-per-view yeah, due to time constraints. They finally got it to do justice to it because it was a really good match. It was solid from beginning to end. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect from these two? And I don't think it's over yet. I think there's, this no. is going to be you know enough for maybe a little bit later on down the road. But Ricky Starks ended up getting the win. Yep, a lot of steel chairs involved. Yeah. Some absolute ouch moments. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, uh, but yeah, Ricky Starks got the win, and I don't. I, again, I don't. I think you're right. I don't think this is the end of the Book of Hobbs with Ricky Starks. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be chapter two, three, four. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 100 excited Hopefully for it. Hopefully, maybe a stipulation match, maybe some type of like steel cage match, or you know, they're not doing it in extreme rules, but something like that when they do their next pay per view would be fun. Right. A little bit amped up to let them do something similar to the Lights Out match, where it's like a no DQ kind of situation. Yeah. But it was a fun way to just end a two-hour Dynamite. So at that point, after watching Dynamite, we we had watched SmackDown and Dynamite. That was four hours. We're and those asleep. four hours were just like the first two were just weird. You know, it was the Usos and and the really slow matches and the, the Raquel Rodriguez and Dakota Kai. It was just like dragging on for a while. And mm-hmm. then the last, you know, two hours of Rampage was like, wow, I actually think rampage was my favorite show of the week oh yeah 100 percent. out of all it, the all the events yep. rampage was just really refreshing and it wasn't the big huge advertised show but the matches just ended up being super entertaining and they packed a lot into two hours oh yeah and uh you know smackdown probably dropped the ball the worst this week oh yeah but honestly dynamite was not too far behind it yeah it, was it wasn't it wasn't a bad but it wasn't uh too much pressure on that one but yeah Ended another week of uh, AEW. So, so far for next week, uh, there's going to be a Jericho Appreciation Championship celebration per usual. They'll they'll do their bubbly and have their talk. And I'm sure Daniel Garcia is going to get his yeah, opportunity to finally, of course. to finally speak. And then uh, Soraya, am I saying that right? Soraya Speaks. Soraya Speaks. Um, there have been some reports that she has not been cleared. She's claiming that we don't need to listen to those claims. So be interesting to see what she has to say as far as and it depends on what wrestling. doctors we're talking about wwe doctors or sure probably a little different of a situation 
Um, we have MJF, who's also going to come out and speak. So great to be able to hear from the two of them. And then uh, John Moxley is fighting uh, Juice Robinson. Who's in former um, champion from NJPW. Yes, Tony Storm's uh, husband. Recently had to relinquish his title because he wasn't able to defend it because he was sick. Right. And refused to defend to uh, relinquish it. I, I believe he ended up losing the, the match and ended up ga- regaining it. And now he is on AEW for a qualifier eliminator match. If Correct. he beats John Moxley, then that will allow him for a title match down the road, much like how uh, they did with Thunder Rosa when she was the champion. Right. Well, she still is, but you right. know what I mean. Yep. And uh, nothing for Rampage so far, huh? I forgot to Google that. Oh, okay. So, yep. Looks We're like... going to call that one. We're just going to call for, that one. Yeah. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Um. So, another great week of uh, wrestling. And I think we have, what, three weeks until... Uh, uh, Extreme Rules. Three weeks until Extreme Rules, and then I believe following after that, we also have Crown Jewel, which is the beginning of November, and then after that, we have AEW uh, Full Gear. Correct. Which I believe is on the... F- 19th. 19th? I yes. I think it was 15th. That might, that might be Dynamite. Yeah, the 19th. Uh, and that will... I think that'll do it for the pay-per-views for AEW yep. for the year. Uh, I'm sure they'll do. I know uh, Con, Tony Khan has said something about the winter, winter is coming, is, coming yeah. is going to be a thing again, which is just going to be a rampage or dynamite thing. Yep. And I can't think of the pay per view that they do in December with WWE if they even do one in December. WWE Survivor Series, I think, is coming up. There's somebody like Royal listening Rumble, to this right now. January. Eddie's probably yelling at me right now in his in his car. It's this pay per view. Yeah. You big dumb idiot. Yeah, I don't know. We just wing it. You can only go one pay-per-view at a time. Right. For now, that's what we got. And uh, thank you to Triple H, Tony Khan, and for everybody else that makes this shit very entertaining. And yes, thanks to all of you for still wanting to listen to this. Um, Anybody who listens to this, thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it because it's fun for us to just talk the shit and go back and forth and and talk some random speculations. But but quickly, 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 before we go, Uh I just wanted to share. I didn't share this information with Mark, and we kind of go, like, throughout the week, and we read some random stuff. And Wednesday, I had to keep myself busy again. I was preparing for surgery, and, you know, looking up random wrestling things is entertaining to me. So I just happened to read this interview about Chris Jericho. Just thought it was fun. Just going to want to share with you um, that Chris Jericho originally wanted Ray Fenix and Penta to be in the inner circle. But Tony actually suggested Santana and Ortiz. Chris Jericho didn't know who they were. Okay. But when he found out about them, was like, okay, that's like totally cool. Tony Khan also wanted, how weird would this have been, Anthony Agogo to be a part of the inner circle. But Chris Jericho was training at the same facility as Jake Hager. Right. And suggested him instead, and they went with it. Okay. Um, And also, Chris Jericho helped Sammy get signed. He actually really? wanted him to be a part of the inner circle because he saw him at an NWO pay-per-view and actually NWO? called. Or NWA. Oh, NWO is what I have in my notes. Um, but he actually called Tony and Cody and suggested that he that he get signed really? to AEW. But he also uh, had him be a part of the inner circle. So how different that would have been if it had gone the opposite way. It's insane. To, Phoenix, to... Penta, and Anthony Agogo. That would have been such a weird inner circle. Yeah, that would have been really strange. Huh. Which, Miss Santana and Ortiz, too bad those two are just not getting along at the moment. Yeah, reports are saying Santana is not happy with AEW, nor his partner, 
Ortiz. Too bad. Too bad. Hence why you see Ortiz doing a lot of mixed tags with Ruby Soho, which, yep. by the way, Ruby Soho has to have uh, surgery. On, on that on broken her, nose. On her nose, which, my God, if you didn't see that, she... Ty Conti ruined that poor girl's face. Yeah. So she's going to be off TV for a while. And that was the pre-show to the pay-per-view, unfortunately. Yeah. That was the first match, actually. Yeah. Too so. bad, but... Uh, yeah, that that's what I got. How interesting would the inner circle have been if it had gone, gone Tony Khan's way? Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. And Sammy. Yeah, that was all Chris Jericho's that's idea. That's, I didn't know that. I actually thought Cody Rhodes had something to do with that, so... Right. Well, it was Chris right. Jericho that saw him in a, on a uh, random pay-per-view. That's awesome. Cool. Good to know. All right. If you have cool. any random Shinfo facts you want to share with us. Or any questions Our Twitter all. handle is C-A-W Wrestling Pod. And that's on all social media, Instagram. Yep. Coffeeandwrestling.com. Uh, We're most active on Twitter, but if you want to see all of our social media links and every other link, yeah, coffeeandwrestling.com. Uh, tell your wife. Tell your friends. Tell your kids. Tell your kids' friends. Don't tell my mom, though. I don't I don't need to explain this shit. No, we haven't explained it to our families, but, you know, yeah. if you're in the pickup line, tell the kids there. Yeah, and go to Pandora's box and, and listen to Bozo <laughs> and go to... I got to figure out where Eddie works so we tell everybody to go there. Yeah. it's good food it's and Chef it's good Eddie. people. But thanks for joining us. I'm Mark. You can find me at Gunk Dudley oh, on I, Twitter. Yes, and I am Jamie. You can find me at A Bacon Party And you can find us tweeting every... Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Raw, Dynamite, SmackDown, and Rampage at CAW Wrestling Pod on Twitter. Thank you for joining us, and we will catch you on the next episode. We love you all. Thanks for listening. Bye.